Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Roman Island League podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Roman. In today's episode, we we'll take a look back at the Washball team, Tim Bay Buccaneers game from this past weekend. It was the Washball team's best and most complete performance of the year so far. It was an awesome, awesome win. Also, look ahead to the Washball team Carolina Panthers game this weekend. A chance for the team to keep some momentum going with a win this weekend. Finally, a look at some waiver wire pickups and matchup based starts for your fantasy football teams. Lots of cover, so here we go. Looking back at the Tampa Bay game, you know, the defense was absolutely awesome. Amazing performance, best, most complete performance by them all year. This is a, you know, a lot of what everyone expected from this defense from the season when the season started. And, you know, unfortunately that hasn't happened to date, um, but they have a whole second half of the season to rectify that. And last week's game was a big step in the right direction to finish the season strong and hopefully carry this team for the rest of the season. Obviously, I don't know what that means, if they can get back to playoff contention, but just seeing his defense making strides would be absolutely phenomenal for this team to build off of for 2022. I thought Jonathan Allen set the tone with his first hit on Brady in that first drive. It would cause an incompletion. Um, Jonathan Allen put a nice, clean hit on him, and I think it just you know let Brady know that this wasn't going to be a, you know, easy win for them. And, you know, I heard Bob McCain say after the game that, the team felt disrespected. The Tampa Bay wanted the ball first, and you know made it seem like they were thought it was going to be easy to score and easy to beat this team, and it wasn't. But you know, I really think that Jonathan Allen hit really set the tone for this team, um, and especially for the defense, and it gave Brady something to think about the rest of the um, the rest of the game. Um, the team would need more that dominance from Jonathan Allen going forward, you know, especially with Chase Young's injury, and they're going to need some more inside pressure, and that obviously will help this team. You know fulfill some of Chase's, you know, um, performance and stuff. But, um, you know, I think this team did a lot what I was saying in last week's podcast. They played a lot more man coverage and, 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 you know, bothered Brady from the inside. And that's where Brady has some trouble. So um, Allen was awesome. Uh, I think, you know, making up for Chase, they're going to have to have, get again, get some more interior rush from Allen, Ionitis, Settle, Deron paying guys like that, um, but yeah, definitely we need that to happen to continue. Um, you know, hopefully turn this season around. Um, Cam Curl's hit was awesome. Um, you know, it was a great, uh, great pl- hit on the ball and Darden and Cos William Jackson to make a really nice play on the ball and make an interception. Um, love the way Cam plays. You know, he always goes 100 miles a minute, and it's just great having him on your team, especially as a young player. About uh, McCain's interception was great as well. He read the, you know, played single high. Um, it was a great coverage by Cole Holcomb to, you know, make Brady overthrow that ball to Mike Evans as well. But it was a great play by McGain to make the interception, making up for that one against Denver that he dropped two weeks ago. So, um, you know, again, that was another, you know, great starter for this team. I thought William Jackson third had the best game of the season. And I think it's not a secret that, you know, the team played a little more man. So I think that's why he felt more comfortable. Um, wasn't targeted too much. Um, and, you know, again, man coverage is what he's you're known for and if this team is going to have put him in a position to succeed they need him to play more man um so i thought william played really well coming off um 
couple game absence too with his injury so maybe he's getting healthier now and hopefully have a better second of season for this team Kenneth Fuller was good again he's been you know pretty solid the last couple weeks at touchdown um you know Mike Evans was very very uh aggressive on that that um off the line no Kendall was complaining about the penalty and I guess they could have called one but you know also you know it's football I mean Mike Evans is has five inches and probably 30 pounds on Kendall when he you know proved it on that play so you hate to see it, but I mean, either way, uh, Kendall had a good game overall. Uh, linebackers um, and Landon, I'm kind of grouping Landon in with the linebackers because he's playing the Buffalo nickel. Um, they were solid. They were solid. Uh, I think Jamie Davis had a couple of bright spots. He had a nice tackle on Leonard Fournette. Um, like I said, Holcomb did a nice got nice job in coverage, as I alluded to earlier. Um, and Landon, again, was solid, you know, closer to the line as he usually is. Um, definitely see a little more from them for the second half of the year. Again, they were okay against Tampa, but you'd know, love to see them step up their game as this defense turns it around. Um, losing Chase Young absolutely sucks. Um, you know, I know a lot of people have been down on him, but, I mean, you, you try getting chipped and um, double-team, triple-team all year and, you know, make a – you know, make plays. So I, I I know the best passers are able to, but Chase is still only in his second year. He's still developing. It's going to come in time. He's too talented not to figure it out. I mean, it sucks that he's going to have to go through rehab this whole summer instead of, you know, giving a chance to become a better player and work on his rush moves. Um, so that, that does suck. Um, you know, an interesting comparison I see is that, you know, Nick Bosa, um, both were second overall picks, both won rookie, defensive rookie of the year. Both tore their ACL, ACLs in their second year. Both went to Ohio State. Um, and Nick Bosa's having a good year this year, eight sacks. Hopefully Chase can, you know, do the same thing coming back next year. Hopefully he's ready week one of 2022. But um, if not, I'm sure he'll be ready early in the season. But, again, Chase present potential sky limit. He's such an emotional leader for this team. Um, so it's going to be a huge loss. And, you know, especially with Montez Sweat out, it's even more a big loss for the edge rushers. James Smith-Williams and Casey Tuho were okay. Last week, um, and they'll be the starters, and hopefully Shaka Tony and Daniel Wise, they just brought up from the practice squad, could bring something. Uh, definitely need to blitz more like they did against Tampa to bring some pressure. Made Brady uncomfortable. I, I like to see bring Jamin Davis more in the blitz. He's a, who's a really effective blitzer in Kentucky, so I'd love to see him do a little more of that here in the NFL level. Um, but Smith Williams and Two Hills are, you know, just basically you know average players. Um, but you know, we need they need them to step up. Because this is, if they're going to do anything this season, again, still you know a long way to go to say that they are turning this around. Um, they're definitely going to need them to contribute at least till Montez what comes back in a couple weeks. Hopefully Montez can come back um, after the three-game mark of his IR stint. Moving to the offense, Eineke had a really solid game. Um, he did a great job of evading the rush and extending and making plays. Um, he was accurate for the most part. That kind of is what he is. His calling card is. Obviously, his arm strength still isn't the greatest, but accuracy will make up for a good amount of that. Um, his touchdown on DeAndre Carter was a beautiful throw, um, you know, in the corner end zone, a corner route to DeAndre Carter. Uh, but again, Heineke was a really solid game, kept his team alive, kept them afloat, um, did everything he could to put his team in position to win. Um, so you love to see that. Um, Antonio Gibson had a gutsy performance, got every yard he could, and had a really nice game. Um, would it be nice on those touchdown runs getting pushed in the end zone that first one maybe forward progress shouldn't stop but I don't think any Washington fans are going to complain about that and the second one really good read to bust it outside um, hopefully that will set him up for a good second half of the season obviously he's probably never going to be 100% this year but it's still great to see him have a good start to the year excuse me good start to the second half of the year um, and you know He's one of the best players in this offense, so they need him to continue to perform at that level. O-line was up and down, you know, with allowing some sacks this week. Um, but, you know, overall, they were pretty solid. Um, the bright spot was Charles Leno Jr. He did a great job in Shaq Barrett. did a really good job in neutralizing him. 
Um, he's been a really good pickup for this team in free agency. I really would look looked for them to extend him this offseason since he's a free agent after the year. But he's proven that he can be the starting left tackle for another three or four years, in my opinion. Um, and I think he's 30. Uh, you know, that's not too old for a left tackle. Terry McLaurin made the catch. Uh, clutch play to seal the game um, just exemplifies the player that he is he had a good game overall of course but that was an awesome awesome moment to take that big hit he knew he was going to get hit um, made a you know good break off the stem of his slant route um, and just you know took a shot and you know love to see him get up and get the crowd involved pumping his chest that just really gives you goosebumps um, you know to see a player like that and a play like that and you know you know, Terry is the number one receiver by far, the best offensive player. They knew the ball was coming to him, still couldn't stop him. And then Terry even said that after the game and on Wednesday after practice. So, you know, Terry, um, again, is just a great, great player for this team and um, someone they're going to build around for years to come. And I'm, I look for him to get an extension this year, going into his fourth year. Uh, DeAndre Carter had a really nice touchdown catch at three catches overall. Another nice game. Uh, Sims got a little more run this week, um, and I think he should get more going forward. It looks like he leaped over De'Ami Brown a little bit. Um, and again, he had a really nice year last year. I'd love to see him just get more opportunities, especially with a uh, guy like Heineke who built a rapport with him last year in the playoff game. Um, losing Ricky Sills Jones will hurt. Um, hopefully he can play or Logan come back because John Bates will take over. Um, he's a sure-handed guy, but definitely not a dynamic player off the catch like RSJ or Logan can be at times. So, um, I know RSJ's day-to-day, -day, Logan is in practice on the side field, hasn't been activated from IR yet. So doesn't look great for him to play on Sunday. Hopefully, Ricky Sojo Jones had him practice the first two days of practice this week. So looks like it will be John Bates and Samus Reyes, the two tight ends. They did sign Tamarak Hemi away from the press squad. I remember him from last year. He was on the team and had a couple catches late last year. Um, overall, it was a complete performance that was the best win of the year, you know, maybe the best win of Ron Carrera's uh, Washington coaching career. That 10-minute drive was absolutely soul-crushing for Tampa Bay. Um, it shows what this team can do if they can ever, you know, be and stay consistent. So, give some fans some hope. Hopefully, not false hope. Hopefully, some, you know, hope they can build some momentum and bring build the season around. Um, how many times has this team been three and six? And a couple of times, and able to, you know, make something out of it. Um, most famously in 2012, when they were three and six and won seven in a row with Robert Griffin III to run the table. Not saying that's in the in the cards here, but you know, maybe they could do something now that the schedule is getting a little less daunting. These last nine games. So, um, you know, again, it was a really good performance. And again, going back to that 10-minute drive, that was just awesome to see. I, you never see an offense do that, especially a Washington-led Washington offense. Um, and that was just great. And they needed to do that going against Tom Brady, the GOAT, who is notorious for, you know, last-minute drive. So um, beautiful, beautiful to see. And it was a great win. Moving on to the Carolina game this weekend, uh, you know, this team, Carolina, starts with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the defense need to key on him, swarm the ball against him. Um, because he is slippery after the after the catch point or after he gets the ball, you know, getting a carry out of the backfield. So um, definitely now to swarm to the ball, gain tackling. Um, uh, he could beat you in so many ways. They're going to give him the ball, you know, on screen plays, obviously in the backfield, um, just out of the backfield in general, uh, crossers. Um, you know, anything you can think of, they're going to get him the ball. He's getting a little more healthy. It's his third game coming up, coming off that hamstring injury. So I'm sure they're going to feature him heavily. Um, Cam Newton will have the crowd hyped. Um, this will be the first game he's back in Carolina since returning. Um, but he will still be rusty. You know, the defense should have some chances to make plays. It's a guy that hasn't played since the preseason. And I think he is going to have a good second half of the year for Carolina. I still think he has a little left in the tank. Um, and he, again, is going to, um, you saw last week, he's going to, uh, 
reinvigorate that whole team in that city. So that the, it will be a tough matchup for Washington going against that that crowd. Uh, the O line of Daly, Michael Jordan, Pat Eflin, Scott, and Taylor Moten is below average. Pro Moten's a good right tackle. Um, but in this defensive line obviously is banged up, but they should have some chances to get the cam. Carolina's defense offensive line is below average. Obviously, you got DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall Jr. as their trio of receivers. That's a good trio. Haven't had as much success the last couple weeks with the quarterback problems with Darnold and PJ Walker. But they will only be as good as Cam is. And again, I don't expect Cam to be on his game right away. So, um, you know, again, they still, I'm sure they'll try to get them the ball in short routes, um, have them take advantage of and go to the house like DJ Moore can do. Um, Ian Thomas and Tommy Tremble at tight end. They're okay and not great, you know. Less than again, probably below average tight end at this point. Tommy, Tommy Tremble is a rookie third round at Notre Dame, and Ian Thomas is, I think this is third or fourth of the year, never really done anything so far. Um, more of a blocking tight end at this point of his career. And the secondary should be able to contain that group of receivers and tight ends, in my opinion, especially the way they played last week. Definitely a, not as good as group of receivers as Tampa Bay had. Um, defensively, Brian, uh, Brian Burns is an absolute stud off the edge for the Panthers, one of the best young and coming uh, pass rushers in this league. Uh, to go along with Derek Brown in the middle and Daquan Jones uh, and Dustin, I think Dustin Fox on the other side of Burns. And Fox is no Brian Burns, so definitely the key on Burns. Um, Derek Brown's a top 10 pick from two years ago. He's a great interior pass rusher. Um, more of it, actually, great, great run stuffer, not as good as pass rusher as. Um, he wasn't Auburn so far, but he's going to, I'm sure, get better with that. But, again, he's, he is a tough guy to move in the middle of that defensive line. Linebacker Shaq Thompson, Carter Jr., Carter Jr. and uh, Asan Riddick. Yeah, linebacker Shaq Thompson has had a really good year. Um, Asan Riddick has had a great year rushing the quarterback. He's been brought on blitz and you know, kind of been a down edge rusher as well in passing situations. So they got to account for Asan Riddick and Brian Burns um, really off the edge, especially so Charles Leno Jr. and hopefully Sam Cosme is back to contain them. Or even Cornelius Lucas is... Um, can hold his own, I think. Um, at corner, they have Dante Jackson, A.J. Boye, Stephon Gilmore. Obviously, they traded for him a couple weeks ago. Um, good secondary right there. Um, but again, you know, Washington schemes and plays a good open. I'm sure um, Scott Turner can, you know, has some foresight on the way this defense prepares. Um, at least some of the personnel that's back there. And Justin Burris and Jeremy Chin are safety. Chin's a really good young safety for Carolina, and he's a guy that will come up and hit you. Um, but again, I think this team, Washington, can run against them if they stay committed, much like they did against Tampa Bay. This that it's a what Scott did last week is a great recipe for how this team can, you know, win games in the future. You can't put it all on Taylor, um, even if the runs runs aren't you know breaking 10, 15 yards. You get three or four yards of pop. Eventually, it's going to add up, and you could break one later in the game. So that has to be the game plan going forward. I think Terry should have a shot at a bigger game. Um, hasn't had a 100-yard game since Green Bay. I think he can do it this week against Carolina. Need to feature him as much as possible. He's their best player. Look for Humphreys and DeAndre Carter to make some plays in the middle of the field. Um, I think that's an area of the field they can exploit. Use JD out of the backfield. Uh, um, give him some chance to make some yak plays, whether it's a screen play, um, just a swing routes out of the backfield. JD can make some, make some guys miss and pick up some easy yards that way. But the Carolina crowd will be rocking, like I mentioned earlier. Um, but I think Washington team, you know, they're going to try to win this game for Ron, try to win this game really just to keep their season afloat. Um, you know, if they win this, they could be a game out of the seventh spot in the NFC because Carolina currently is that seventh spot at five and five. And if they drop to five and six with the win, Washington go to four and six. Um, they got a good shot to at least be a, you know, a contention that last month and a half of the season. So obviously that is what they're vying for. And to get Ron a win in his return to Carolina would be nice as well. Um, so I think Washington football team will get the win, 24-21. Moving on to fantasy, I have Tua Tonga-Vailoa 
you know, obviously the Dolphins quarterback at the New York Jets. He had a really nice performance and relief last week versus Baltimore coming off the bench. I think 150 yards on a touchdown. Um, he's a really good matchup this week against the Jets. Obviously, I don't think I have to go into much depth about the Jets. So I think, too, it was a good good play this week. Uh, running back, you got Jeff Wilson Jr. from the 49ers. He's playing at Jacksonville this week. He had 10 attempts last week in his season debut. Less than 30 yards, but at least he's getting the volume. Elijah Mitchell is the clear-cut starter for the 49ers right now, but he's banged up with a broken finger. And either way, they're leaning on the run game right now, so I think Kyle's going to give him some opportunities, even if Mitchell is able to play. Then you got Ravens running back Latavius Murray at the Bears. Bears have a good defense, but you know Murray should be returned to the running back one for the Ravens this week after cutting Le'Veon Bell and Deontay Freeman's going to get some carries. But Murray is a bigger back and a guy that you know Baltimore leaned on when he was healthy. Um, so you know being that running team that Baltimore is, I think he's a good guy to play um, and get some opportunities. Receiver, uh, not as big as names this week. Uh, you got Marcus Johnson, Tennessee wide receiver, playing versus the Houston Texans. He had 100 yards on five catches last week. He's stepping in for Julio Jones, who was put on IR last week. And Johnson has a good matchup going against the Texans. Another thing, I don't have to go too much in. I think you guys know the situation the Texans are in, and not a very good football team right now. Uh, then you have Deontay Harris, a New Orleans, New Orleans Saints receiver at the Philadelphia Eagles. He had 84 yards on three catches last week. Has become one of Trevor Simeon's top options since he became a starting quarterback. He has 19 targets over the last three weeks, so I expect him to get you know another five to eight targets this week for the Saints. With that, that will conclude this Room Around League episode. Washington football team had an awesome and exciting win versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers last week, and we'll look for two in a row versus Carolina Panthers this week. Hope some of these fantasy tips help you in your league. Next week, we'll be back with a new episode looking back at the Panthers game, along with a preview of the Washington football team Seattle Seahawks Monday Night Football game next Monday. You can follow me on Twitter at NFLScout21 and Instagram at RomanRoundLeague underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please rate and subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.